Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Leading off the Astros for the shortstop number two, Alex Bregman. 3-1. And he belts this one to left field. Backing up on it is Gordon. He's on the track. He leaps. Let's go! Alex Bregman. A home run is 36th of the season. And it's a tie ball game now. One apiece. Mike Montgomery looking for that shutdown inning after the Royals had taken a lead. Doesn't get it. That ball had a lot of hook spin on it. And wondering how much backspin it had on it to get out of here. Hit it out in the easiest part to get it out in this ballpark. 330 down the line. 1-0. And that's grounded sharply through the right side. A base hit. Bregman can walk home. Gurriel will stop at second. It's an RBI single for Kyle Tucker. His third hit of the night. And the Astros lead 2-1. Well, he's robbed three times last night. That ball not hit sharply, but what a, what a series for Tucker here in Kansas City. I think he has a good lather now. He's working hard. Here's the pitch. Slow curve. Got him. Strike three on Solaire. Goes down to a knee. So he fell behind 3-0, and oh, and he struck him out his fifth strikeout and the biggest one yet, and there's two outs. Man, has that slow curve been a weapon for Zach Greinke tonight? I think half the stadium knew it was coming, too. <laughs> Full count to Mondesi. Jorge Soler on deck. Granke, long look into Chirinos. Now brings the hands together. The kick and the 3-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a changeup. And the inning is over. Seven strikeouts for Granke. Hey, how was Granke for you? Made some big pitches when he needed to, didn't he? Yep. That slow curveball was, was huge for him tonight. Took the sting out of their approach. Certainly kept him off balance. So Granke, he threw... 14 curveballs tonight. Okay. And got six swings and misses. That's fantastic. Also threw that were classified as EFIS pitches because they were okay. really slow. EFIS curves. Yeah. Field shaded to pull. Outfield straight away and deep. 2-2. And Alvarez cranks one pretty deep to center field. Going back on it is Merrifield looking up. See you later. A pinch hit. Three-run home run for Jordan Alvarez. And it is 5-1 Astros. Alvarez with his 25th of the year. Boy, what a luxury to have Alvarez in your back pocket to pinch hit. <laughs> what a slugger, Jordan Alvarez, as this rookie 
fantasy season continues. Jordan has more than 150 RBIs this year between AAA and the big leagues. Ridiculous. Breaking ball, and that's lined in the left field coming in. Gordon will have to play that on a bounce. That'll score a run as Straw races home. An RBI single for Robinson Chirinos and a 6-1 Astros lead. Nicely done, Robinson Chirinos. Royals down to their final strike. See some Astros fans in attendance getting to their feet. Yeah, a lot of them. The 2-2. Curveball, did he go around? He did, says Lance Barrett at third. O'Hearn not happy, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take the first two in Kansas City, winning tonight by a final score of 6-1. Astros' magic number is six. Time now for the player of the game. Well, Robert, I was going to give it to Jordan, but my criteria says that you got to break a sweat. So I'm going <laughs> to give it to Kyle Tucker, who reached all five times including four singles, a run scored, two stolen bases, and a walk. For that, Kyle Tucker's player of the game. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri, where today the Houston Astros wrap up a three-game series against the Kansas City Royals. Astros have taken the first two games of this series, including a 6-1 to win yesterday. Kyle Tucker, a four-hit game, had an RBI score to run. Zach Greinke gave up a run in six innings, striking out seven to beat his former team for the first time as the Astros come into today looking to sweep this three-game series. Astros 97 and 53. First in the AL West, seven and a half games ahead of Oakland. Astros magic number to clinch a division is down to six, while the Royals are 55 and 94. They're fourth in the AL Central, 36 and a half games behind Minnesota. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, it's Wade Miley on the mound for the Astros today, and Miley has been a very consistent performer for the Astros, except lately. Hasn't gone deep in his last three games, and in his last two, didn't even make it out of the first inning. Yeah, this is a, a big start for the Astros and Wade Miley. You think about the confidence right now, probably uh, close to an all-time low for Wade. He's a veteran, knows how to uh, go about his business and try to uh, rectify things, but uh, had a very intensive bullpen session in between these starts. He's hoping to get out of that first inning and have something to look forward to in this game. Uh, he just needs confidence. Uh, right now, it just looks like he got beat up a little bit in those last few, but not only for Wade, this is big for the Astros, too, because he's slated to be the number four starter in the postseason. Meanwhile, the Royals countering with right-hander Jacob Junis, and he's gotten a chance to, to be in the rotation every fifth day, and it's been a bit of an up-and-down year for him, a 5.06 ERA. Yeah, it's been up and down. He's given up 30 home runs. He throws 44% sliders, and 75% of his strikeouts have come off the slider. So uh, the Astros can set on that pitch. They can look for that pitch, maybe get it up in the zone, and maybe look for that pitch when it's on the third base side of the plate, whether you're a lefty, look out away. If you're a righty, uh, look in. So uh, I think the Astros will have a good game plan. They know what to expect with Junis. They faced him before. Uh, looks to be a pretty good matchup. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals and all models. Official sponsor 
of the Houston Astros. You know, you look at the way this series has unfolded, and the Astros have certainly done a good job of limiting uh, damage for the Royals and when they've had opportunities. Right. Royals are 0 for 14 with runners in scoring position in this series. The Astros haven't been great <laughs> in those situations in this series yeah. either, but they've been a little better than the Royals, and that's that's really been a big difference. You've gotten those big three-run homers. At yeah. First, it was George Springer on Friday, and then Jordan Alvarez with the pinch hit three-run homer yesterday, and that was uh, pretty much the story of these games. But uh, for the Astros, really good pitching, uh, mm -hmm. really good clutch pitching when, when times uh, really mattered, made good pitches with runners in scoring position, the reason why the Royals have struggled uh, in that aspect. Coming up next, we'll be joined as we are every Sunday by Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Luno. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined as we are every Sunday by Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager. And uh, Jeff, Astros getting a win uh, over Kansas City last night. And Kyle Tucker, a big part of that, going four for four. And RBI scored a run and, you know, struggled when he came up to the big leagues last year. And now it looks like he's, he's certainly a lot more relaxed, a lot more comfortable. Are, are you guys seeing the same thing? Yeah, I think you hit the nail right on the head. He's more relaxed. He feels like he belongs, and he's letting his game bring itself to the field. We see the stolen bases. We see him uh, confidently out there fielding balls, whether he's in right or left. And, and the bat is obviously the, the tool that we know is there, and he's been delivering not just the extra base hits, but the key hits in critical times to drive and run. So it's good that he's getting this opportunity. And, you know, I think he's putting himself in, in the discussion for the, you know, the last spot in the roster for any postseason activity. So that's a good spot to be in. Hey, Jeff, you've got to be holding your breath for Wade Miley's start today, the way things have gone his last two or three. So uh, what are you hearing from, from the pitching coaches, the coaching staff, about Miley's progress getting into this one? You know, it's bizarre because sometimes in baseball you have really clear explanations as to what's going on. Uh -huh. But in the case of Miley's last two outings, we really don't know. The, the stuff looks pretty good. You know, the, both teams came with a good attack plan that right. I think Miley's going to have to make an adjustment to. But um, I expect a good outing from him today. I, you know, obviously the last two were not great, but he's been delivering for us all year, and I think he's going to get back on track today, and I, I really hope so. Carlos Correa got a chance to play in a minor league rehab game on Friday with Round Rock. It was a postseason game. Round Rock wound up losing and uh, wound up ending uh, their season, unfortunately. And uh, A.J. Hinch talking yesterday, basically talking about Correa kind of almost like rehabbing in the big leagues the way uh, A.J. Hinch described it. Could be back for this next homestand. What's kind of the plan for Correa moving forward? Yeah, I think he's going to uh, work out today in Austin and then come back to Houston and be with us. And there's no reason for us not to activate him on Tuesday unless he's feeling uh, not not 100%. But right now, everything looks good. And you know, with the expanded rosters, there's no uh, harm in just activating him and, and giving him some playing time. So whether he, you know, he probably won't play every day at first, but I think we're going to get him right back in there as soon as we can. And it'll be great to have him back, not just offensively, but also defensively, because it'll put Bregman back at his normal position and everybody will be kind of back to where we were. We really haven't played with the full team much this year, and hopefully we'll do the last two weeks and, and get ready for what's coming in October. And to get to that full squad, you'll need to get Ryan Presley back. And from everything we're hearing, he threw off the mound here in Kansas City yesterday. 
uh, that things are looking very good for Presley to get in there for the last 10 games? Absolutely. And, and right now the plan is that he will probably have four appearances with us, uh, with the big league team before the end of the season. I think he's due to throw a live BP here in the next couple of days and then uh, hopefully get into game action this weekend. And it'll be nice to have him back. I mean, Will Harris has done a great job. Osuna's done a great job. Joe Smith, other people have stepped up. But we know how much better this team is with Presley as one of those guys that AJ can rely on late in the game, and we're going to need him. All right, a couple of more injured pitchers because that's <laughs> that's kind of where we're at right now with the Astros. Uh, Colin McHugh still hasn't done anything, obviously, has to be concerned there in terms of getting him ramped up. But Brad Peacock uh, throwing off a mound this weekend, so that's obviously encouraging. And where are those two guys at right now? Yeah, I mean, Peacock is not too far behind Presley. He'll be throwing probably a live VP sometime later this week, and uh, there's a possibility we could get him into a game as soon as maybe this weekend. Uh, so getting Peacock back is going to be huge. We know how important that slider is as a weapon, especially against right-handed hitters. And, uh, again, hoping to get him a couple of games at least before the end of the season. McHugh did uh, play catch, but that's okay, about good. as far as it's gotten at this point. So not sure uh, whether he's going to be able to get back in time for the end of the season, but we're still keeping our fingers crossed. Hey, Jeff, at this time last year we weren't really even considering Josh James to be a – uh, a possibility to make the postseason roster, and then he just kind of wowed people. And we're seeing Brian Abreu uh, kind of do the same thing. And you just you can't help but think about maybe being able to help the team uh, with his stuff. I mean, when you look at it, is there an innings limit with Brian Abreu, or are you guys even considering him for the postseason? No, there's no limit with him. We want him to get some experience because obviously the lights are brighter in the big leagues, and uh-huh. then you throw postseason on top of that. And, you know, he's done a great job. He's got one of the best breaking balls in our entire system yeah. in the entire game, really. And I think AJ's going to do a nice job of working him into games as much as possible to see how he reacts to different situations. But, you know, we're going to have to have some tough decisions to make right. as far as postseason rosters go. It's nice to have a guy like him as an option, and we'll, we'll see what happens as we get closer to the end. Joined by Jeff Luno before the Astros look for the sweep here in Kansas City. Uh, and the Astros, uh, with a couple of teams – uh, actually, three teams made the postseason. Quad Cities made it, but they got eliminated earlier. Uh, Fayetteville, uh, do or die game five of that championship series in the Carolina League. They lost yesterday. Uh, Round Rock uh, losing on Friday to, to Sacramento to, to end their season. Uh, obviously, have to be encouraged by what you're seeing uh, in the postseason from uh, some of these minor league affiliates and giving these guys a, a chance to, to get an experience of, of what that is like. No doubt, and three teams making the postseason is really good, especially considering the number of players we've promoted from all those teams. And, you know, this is actually the first year, I think, since I've been in Houston that we won't be getting a ring for the minor leagues, which is too bad. But we took our shots, and I had a chance this week to go out to Fayetteville and and go to one of their championship games, and it was a lot of fun. I really encourage our fans, if they have an opportunity to next year, to go to North Carolina and go to Fayetteville. It's the home of Fort Bragg. Beautiful new ballpark and really fun team to watch. So, that was a good experience for me this week, and I can't wait to get back out there next year. Well, what's near there? What's the ballpark like? Tell, tell us what it's like there. Well, the ballpark's amazing. There's two railroad tracks that cut like a V, and one of the railroad tracks goes right to Fort Bragg. And Fort Bragg is the home of all the special forces. And so during the game, you'll see uh, a, tra- a train go by carrying tanks and helicopters. It kind of adds to the uh, allure of the place. And there's a lot of military people in town and a lot of generals walking around and Really fun ballpark, a cute downtown Hay Street. So it's it's a fun place. It's only about uh, an hour from Raleigh Durham Airport, and it's a it's a real baseball town. 
the Fayetteville, North Carolina Chamber of Commerce. Appreciate you, Jeff. <laughs> hey, there have been some changes the last couple of years in terms of how you guys have handled some of the instruction in the minor leagues, some you know, staff turnover with coaches and, and things of that nature. Are you pretty pleased? I know you're never completely satisfied and always looking to improve, but are you, are you pretty pleased with the level of instruction uh, at the minor league level right now and, and where you're, you're at in, in that regard? I am. I think we have some of the best instructors top to bottom of any organization in baseball. I wouldn't trade it, and I love our guys. Uh, and all of our people. The the big challenge for us will be again this off season, like it was last off season, that a lot of our people get uh, requested permission to interview for promotions and other clubs, and so we're kind of bracing ourselves for a little bit of that again this year. But we have great coordinators. We have a lot of good communication, and top to bottom, I think our pitching coaches, hitting coaches, and managers are among the best in baseball. And it's really, you know, those are the guys that that do all the work to bring the Brian Abreu's and the and the Josh Jameses and you know, Kyle Tucker's and put all the finishing touches on those guys so they can help us in the big leagues. And they really are the unsung heroes of the organization. Hey, Jeff, all of a sudden your, your catching tandem has become an offensive force. Both Maldonado and Chirinos <laughs> getting on base, hitting home runs. Uh, that, that couldn't happen at a better time, could it? No, it's great. And if you guys remember, Maldonado hit a home run against Cleveland last year in the division series. Oh, that's so right. I expect, you know, teams can't overlook that eight or nine spot because when they look down there and they see Chirinos and, and Maldonado, both those guys are capable of putting the ball in the seats. Uh, so we're, we're excited about that. They're, they're both playing well, and I'm really glad that they're sharing time. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a good tandem to have for the postseason. Hey, Jeff, I wanted to ask you about uh, one more uh, pitcher, and that is Aaron Sanchez. We had heard you know, he was going to have shoulder surgery uh, this past week. Has he had the surgery? Do, do we have any update on him? Uh, to be honest, I don't. he was supposed to have it Friday, but I have not heard any uh, okay. feedback from that yet. So I'm due to talk to uh, our, our trainers on that topic. But I, I believe he did, and, and we'll have more information probably in the coming weeks as far as what it means going forward. It's getting pretty close. What's the, the biggest question you're going to have before you set those rosters? Well, I mean, for my biggest nervousness is you look at what happened with, with Yelich and the Brewers, and one swing can change your outlook for the rest of the year. And so we've got to keep our guys, you know, in, in shape, obviously ready and motivated. But, um, you know, obviously we need to know who we're playing to figure out what our best roster is. Uh, we're going to have some decisions. We've got a lot of good players that are making a case to be on the postseason roster. But, you know, right now we're still focused on, uh, winning the division because we're not there yet, and hopefully that will happen in the next couple of days. And once we get that done, we'll we'll figure out if it's uh, how much effort we want to put into winning as many games as possible to try and get that home field advantage and, and then resting our guys. So it's a fine balance, and yeah. obviously we're all going to be watching the Verlander-Cole uh, race to the finish to see who wins the Cy Young, which will be exciting for our fans. And hopefully you've already... Uh, put aside enough money for your dry cleaning that you'll need after the champagne celebration when the Astros clinch the division here, hopefully soon. That's what we're looking for, hopefully this week at home. <laughs> All right. Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Astros fans, whether you're enjoying the game at your favorite sports bar or at Minute Maid Park, please make sure you plan ahead for a safe ride home. From your friends at Silver Eagle Distributors Houston, and Budweiser. Let's take a look around Major League Baseball. This team's race for the pennant brought to you by Apache. Apache Corp exploring what's possible. Well, the National League playoff picture is much cloudier than the way things are looking in the American League, but had the second National League team clinch a playoff berth yesterday. Dodgers had already clinched the National League West. The Braves clinching a playoff berth yesterday, although they still have work to do to clinch the National League East. Their magic number to clinch the East is at four games, and 
They now have a 10-and-a-half-game lead over the Nationals. And not like the Nationals have been terrible. Nationals are leading for that, that first wild card as they've yeah. done a great job of separating themselves. But the, the rest of that National League, it looks really murky at this point. You know what? They, they made some good deals, and they got some uh, starting pitchers that are starting to come around. Fulton got healthy, and now he's pitching well. Mm-hmm. Keuchel, of course, has pitched great. Uh, for the Braves, and then they uh, fixed some things in their bullpen. So that was the only thing missing. Their offense is fantastic. They got a lot of young uh, rising stars. Josh Donaldson now at third base doing uh, what he did a few years ago with the Toronto Blue Jays. So it's a really good, complete team mixed with, with good young talent and some good veteran leadership. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.